Unlocking Your World of Creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. Mark introduces you to some of the world's leading creative talent from publishing, film, music, restaurants, medical research, and more. You'll discover how to tap into your most original thinking, how to organize your ideas, and most of all, how to make the connections and create the opportunities to launch your creative work. Unlocking your world of creativity. Welcome back, everyone, to our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity, talking about how to get your ideas organized and how you can put them in a book and become a bestseller. My guest is Vikrant Shairia. Vikrant, how are you doing? Thank you so much, Mark. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, Vikrant is uh, joining us from India today, and his company is bestsellingbook.com. I really want to find out, Vikrant, how people come to you and say, I have this creative idea for a book, but I have no idea how to get it published, how to get it written, how to get it out into the world. What did they say to you? So most of the people we work with, we need to understand that whenever we say book writing skill or book publishing skill, let's just focus on book writing, first of all. If any of them, if, if most of the people, like maybe they are good at writing emails, maybe they are good at writing articles, but writing books is completely different skill set. You have to organize your ideas in such a way so that the readers can actually comprehend, can actually understand that what you are talking about. And it can also help them go from point A to point B. And that's the challenge for most of the people. So they don't have the proper skill set in exactly how to structureize the entire ideas, all the ideas and sub ideas they have in their mind in such a way which looks professional which also can help the readers attain certain outcome. And that's the problem they face. They don't have the skill set. And the second problem, which uh, we usually get is they don't, they don't have the time. They're super busy and they're busy in their business. They're either, either busy in their professional work and they don't have a time to sit down and, and actually write the book. These are the two problems people usually face. Either they don't have the time or they don't have a proper skill set to create a professional looking book. Mm -hmm. And that's what I guess you've really harnessed in bestsellingbook.com is you've said, I want to take your ideas and help you organize them better, but then also help them actually get published. Yeah. And not only publishing book, we also take care of the marketing side. We also get sales, we mm. get reviews, we launch the book, we make the book number one bestseller as well. We take care of the 360 degree of the entire publishing journey. We start with the book idea. We write the book for them in their authentic voice with their personality. And then we publish the book by doing all kinds of stuff like cover designing, book formatting, ISBN number, description, author bio. And once we publish the book, we also take care of sales, marketing, reviews, and we also go for the number one bestseller spot as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people want to write a book to say, oh, I've always wanted to write a book. But some people are using it as a you know, reputation tool, as a marketing tool. What are you seeing as the trends in this area? Specifically, like whenever people say those people like who are especially professionals or those people who are business authors, business entrepreneurs, or most of them like who are in the information space, right? People like who have some kind of a message or some kind of a story they share. Maybe they have a coaching business, they have a consultation business, or maybe they're a speaker, right? These people uh, want to write a, write a book because they want to create some kind of a signature content so that people can see that content and see them as an authority, right? And writing a book, and if, if you become an author, 
you people see you as an authority people see you as an expert on the topic right that's actually the fact and somehow people see you differently and if for example like if uh, maybe you want to hire a sales guy right a sales guy to close your deals in in the company and you get 10 different people right uh, you have shortlisted 10 different people and out of these 10 different people maybe two of them are authors so maybe you will be hiring someone else but you will be so you'll start getting giving some extra weightage to these two different authors because they have written book on how to sell right mm-hmm. and if one of them is a best selling author on the same topic you will maybe you want to hire them you see them like basically what it is doing is it is distinguish yourself from other competition right so in business or in 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 any space like if even if you are doing the creative work as well you have to stand yourself apart from the competition or from the crowd and writing a book or publishing a book especially a best selling book can really help you achieve that and you mentioned sales and i know a lot of you know consultants coaches things like that uh, they they like to write books but what other categories what other topics have you seen people publish for this kind of reputation tool most of them they write about their business itself so for example leadership management team management we have also started working with some of the uh, some of our authors like who are in dei space diversity equity and inclusion and uh, initially like 3 years ago i thought that writing a book can only help people who are in the information space right but my belief changed when one of uh, our client came like and he was uh, he wanted to write a, bo- a book about a physical product and that was kind of a very new to me mm. I thought that writing a book can only help people like who are in coaching or consultation or a speaker or entrepreneurs who are in information space. But this person had a physical product. I'm not going to go very much into detail of exactly what was the product. But when we helped him write book, we were, of course, able to write book, publish the book. It became a bestseller. When I checked in with him after six months, he was able to get on hundreds of podcasts using that book, get on plenty of tv and medias right traditional media and was also able to double his business using his book mm. why because now what he was doing is actually he was distributing this book to all of his customers and now the customers were exactly knowing that how his product works ex- actually and this actually builds some kind of a brand loyalty and which helps him grow his business to the next level and that's so fascinating for me how books can really transform your business if you really know how you are using that for let me give you one more example so like a four or five years ago like i was not very much knowing about speaking industry but there was one speaker like who were who was getting just normal speaking gigs but he wanted to get more uh, speak speaking engagements and when he was able to write a book and publish the book with us what he did is he distributed his hard cover version of his books to all the different major events organizers mm-hmm. right and uh, with that like he also was having a note a handwritten note that hey like this is the book which i've written i think i can really serve an amazing content to your audience if you think i can i'm a fit let's discuss and he was able to sell more he was able to charge more and he was able to like double his business as well using just one pro- formula right 
Mm, good lessons learned. Well, I think a lot of people who are listening uh, say that I, I want to write a book somehow, and uh, maybe this is a good way and a good method and a good platform to use. So my guest is Vikrant Sharia. He is the CEO of bestsellingbook.com. So Vikrant, uh, let's turn the page, if I could use that metaphor. Let's turn the page to another chapter of your story, and that is how you developed the company to begin with. You had this idea. You had this seed of a business idea. How did you uh, plant it, grow it, nurture it, and build it into what it is today? Yeah, sure. So Mark, honestly uh, speaking, I didn't have this seed since the beginning. Mm -hmm. So uh, it started from a crisis. And of course, I'll talk about it in a while. Let me share with you a, a background quickly. So 10 years ago, I was in engineering college. I used to hate my college. I used to hate the lectures going on because it was extremely theoretical. I used to talk to my seniors who got placed as well in MNC multinational companies. And I was, I didn't want to be into their place because they were not happy. And one fine day I discovered this book in my college library called Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And it gave me an inspiration to start something of my own. The very same day I dropped out of the college and I got a business idea. This was not the business idea back then. It was another idea. Maybe we can discuss it uh, if you want, but I created that company. I hired a bunch of employees and made a bunch of mistakes. And within six months, I completely ran out of money. And I had no money to pay my, my employees, my staff, and I had to shut down the company. And here I was, 18-year-old, completely in debt, financial debt, broke, not able to pay my rent, my bills. My landlord used to call me every single day that, when are you going to pay the rent of the last three months? And uh, here I was living in a single room apartment with a broken laptop in a 2G internet speed, searching online how to make money online. And then I discovered self-publishing. Long story short, I saw the opportunity that I can write books, I can publish books, I can make money out of it. Back then, I, I had no idea that I can, I'll be creating a done-for-you solution for people and I'll be helping people write books. I just started writing books for me. The first book I wrote was in just 21 days. Published that book, made $27. The next book I wrote in just three days. It was a short book, 50, 60 pages. This, this month, I also did some marketing on both these books and made around $440. And this is where my journey started. I was able to pay my rent, my, my bills. And then I also started helping people in the process, right? Uh, because so many people started reaching out to me that, hey, like, how did you publish the book? Initially, I did it for free. Then I added a coaching fees in that. There were so many of my, my students like who started reaching out to me that, hey, your stuff is good, but we really don't have the time and energy to do all this work. Can you please help us? And then I got this opportunity. I, see that, I saw that opportunity and I assembled a team of writers, editors. I incorporated the company in states. So the company is in Delaware. Uh, the office is in New York. All the writers and editors, they are from, uh, uh, from states itself. The companies, like most of the, uh, the, the employees, they are either from states or from Philippines. So yeah, this is how I created this done-for-you publishing company with that crisis scenario. Like I, I was not able to pay my bill and it was kind of a necessity for me in the beginning. But then I started getting love with books and this publishing industry. Now, there's a real lesson there, isn't there? What do you take away from that when people say they want to get a business going? I guess uh, there are so many different lessons, but one of the most important lessons which I learned from the failure of my first business was I started that company, my first company, 
just based on assumption, right? I thought that maybe might be this product or this service can be a great success in the market. I didn't had enough time or I didn't do the proper research on my customers' pain point. What were their exact problems and what kind of a desire they want? Just to give you an insight, like my first business was about creating a platform so that where investors and entrepreneurs can meet. Investors can invest in, in, in companies and entrepreneurs can get funding, right? But I was creating this platform and I thought that, okay, I, I should have a website where there's going to be a section for entrepreneurs, there's going to be a section for investors. I hired a bunch of employees. Like in first week, I got seven new employees. And I was just 17, 18 year old. And all of these employees were 35, 40. And, uh, <laughs> and they, were, they, used, they were waiting for me like, hey, what should, I, what should we do? And I was just giving them work based on my assumption, not based on the real facts. And of course, whenever we go creative, like whenever we try to create some kind of a creative solution, we always depend on our typical thinking pattern. Mm -hmm. But the thing we need to understand is, um, first of all, let's understand the thinking. So thinking is nothing more than information in the memory or the experience which we have got. It is nothing more than that. And until and unless like you really understand what your market needs, you will never be able to create a creative solution, right? Otherwise, either you have faced that problem and then you create the solution for yourself and then that solution, you can offer it to your market or you really have to go and find out what is their problem, what kind of problems they are going through and what kind of solution they are looking for and then create the solution around that. Then the creative ideas which you will be getting is going to be based on facts, not based on just on your assumption. So this is actually my number one takeaway from the failures which I had in my business. Uh, very good lessons indeed. And I know our listeners can take away a lot from that. Well, Vikrant, uh, say somebody is listening that they say, I've really wanted to get this book started. I've got some ideas and experiences and lessons of my own that I want to share. What is the first step that you find people need to do before they begin to really start writing or even thinking about yeah. publishing and marketing? What do we have to think about first? So the first step, like most of the gurus in the market, they say that whenever you have to create the book, start with the book outline. But the problem with the book outline is, again, we'll be creating this book outline based on our assumptions. We will be thinking, oh, like, I think this outline is going to serve my audience really well. But the reality is something different. Again, you are just creating the solution for your target audience based on your assumption. You think that this outline or this book can help your audience, but the reality is something else. So what we do for our clients is before we create the book outline, we create the outline quadrant, right? So the outline quadrant consists of four different elements. The first is the book idea. The second is why you are writing the book. The third is the readers. And the fourth is the hook of the book. Let me go through the, that in detail uh, quickly. So the first is the basic uh, book idea. Like, of course, you, it's not very complicated. You know, like what's the book idea is all about. The second is, the second element is really important, which is why exactly you want to write the book. It, it should not be like, okay, so my peers or my competition has written a book and they're making some money out of it. It should not be that kind of a uh, answer. You really have to sit down and ask yourself that why exactly you want to write a book. Is it to generate high quality leads in the back end from the book? Is it to get speaking gigs? Is it to get paying coaching clients in the back end? Is it to get 
maybe build your personal brand, exactly whatever it is, like you have to really identify your why, right? Then comes the readers. And here it is really important to really understand what is their pain point? What is the desire they are looking for? It should not be based on your assumptions. So what I highly recommend is go uh, join Facebook groups, right? For example, if you're writing a book about leadership, there are hundreds and hundreds of free Facebook groups available. Join them, find maybe top three or five active group over there and start posting stuff over there. Start asking questions, right? Start running polls around that. And also start engaging with members. Like what kind of problem you're facing in leadership in your organization? What kind of problem you're facing you, why you are not able to be more productive, why you are procrastinating, what kind of problem you are facing in an organization around DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, what kind of problem you are facing in your marriage, right? There are groups of all the topics you can think of on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever the platform is, like you have to find it, you have to join, you have to ask questions, you have to engage with people. Either you really understand them or either if, if you don't understand them, properly, you have to find them uh, and really ask them the questions. So questions like, what kind of pain this person is experiencing because they haven't read your book yet? So these are very deep questions, which is going to help you identify what is their pain and then uh, what kind of desire they are looking for, or what's the first thing you want them to do the moment they, they have just read your book, mm -hmm. right? So, so this is going to help you create the book outline, not based on, the, on your assumption. Again, so this is actually uh, the reader's section or reader's element. The last element of this outline quadrant is hook of the book, or you can say the angle of the book or how you will position yourself, your book in the market, right? What's the different angle? And for finding out the right hook, because like in your topic, maybe there could be hundreds, if not thousands of books on the same topic in the market. Why people are going to choose your book? This is really important. Otherwise, this is going to be you can't make the book really big or you can't take your book to the next level. So really identifying that what people are offering the book and how you can distinguish your book from other books. So you can go to Amazon, find out top 50 books on the same topic, right? You don't have to purchase those books. Just simply click on their book cover. You will be with the help of look inside feature. You will be able to see the table of content, list down all the, all the things which they are offering in the book. And then also, this is one thing, the second is go read the three-star reviews on Amazon on all of these books, because these three-star reviews actually tell you what is good about the book and what is bad about the book, mm -hmm. what is missing in the book. So interesting. And those yeah. missing things, and those missing things, you will be including that in your book, which is going to be the hook of the book. So these four elements, uh, so the outline quadrant has idea, why, reader's hook. Once you have this outline quadrant, maybe you can create it, draw it on the pen and paper or maybe on whiteboard or just create it in MS Word, download it, print it out, paste it on the wallpaper or on, on your wall in front of where you are writing or in a publishing journey, and then start creating the book outline, not based on your assumption. Now you have a proper 360 degree of all the things which you have to consider, the idea, why, readers, and the hook. Does it make sense? Love that. Love that. Vikram, very practical. I mean, I, you've talked about the takeaway, you know, what would people want to do as soon as they put down your book? And now I think listeners, as soon as you stop this podcast and you think you want to write a book, join Facebook groups on your topic, go read the three-star reviews on Amazon and use the look inside 
tool to look at the table of contents and probably read a sample page or two of the book to find out what other books have and what they don't have and uh, how you can fit the need. Very practical advice, Vikram. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I really enjoyed having you on the program. What What do you see ahead for you and your business? And what, what are some of the trends that you're following in publishing? Yeah, so uh, one of the trend which is happening right now, initially, like, you know, like 10 years ago, it was just a paperback book or hardcover book. Then the Kindle came and then people were following eBooks. Now audiobooks is trending, right? Just with the help of you guys, like podcast industries, people want to just plug in uh, with the audiobook and now they're enjoying that. Now, I think uh, maybe after five years or 10 years, book writing industry is going to be changed. Initially, people used to write books themselves or they used to hire ghostwriters. Now artificial intelligence tools are going to write books for you. You just have to give proper commands and it is going to write the entire book. Now it is still in the market. It is still in the market. Uh, there are some tools out there. Honestly speaking, like three weeks ago, I was able to write my book, like one of my book, which I'll be publishing maybe next year in just five days, total 10 hours with the help of artificial intelligence tool. And this tool's name is Jarvis.ai. Initially it was conversion.ai. People use it to write Facebook ad copies and blog articles, but I wrote it, I used that to create the entire book. And this technology is going to improve drastically in the future, in just five years, 10 years, it's going to take another leap, right? Where this, these artificial intelligence tools are going to be your 21st century's ghostwriters. So you just have to provide, yeah, you just have to provide command, give proper command, and it is going to write the book for you. So this is going to be the next trend. And of course, we are actually working on that as well. Along with that, we currently, we help people with Amazon bestseller and Wall Street Journal bestseller. We provide guaranteed service, right? Completely done for you. We, we Otherwise, we refund three times the money. We are also working on New York Times bestseller as well. So maybe currently we don't offer that service because for obvious reason, like New York Times bestseller only go with traditional publishers. Mm -hmm. But we are working on something like in the back end so that in maybe one or two years, we'll be having that service as well in the company. Well, exciting to hear what's on the horizon. So we'll certainly <laughs> be following that. Thanks for sharing those with us. Thank you. Well, listeners, my guest has been Vikrant Sharia. He's the CEO of bestsellingbook.com. And got some great ideas, great methods, great processes that we creatives, even those that like to start with a blank sheet of paper <laughs> and try to figure out how to do it ourselves. There's another way to do it ourselves. And that's having some experts support us. And Vikram, we really appreciate you sharing with us. Thank you so much, Mark. It was amazing. The questions were really new and refreshing for me. So thank you so much for asking them. Well, we love to not only talk about your companies and your processes, but also the stories behind how you got there. That's the creative stuff, isn't it? Yep, it is. Very good. Well, listeners, come back again for our next episode. We're going to continue our around the world journeys. We've been to India today, but you've also heard Vikran talk about his team, Philippines, New York, Delaware, really building a global presence. And that's what we're doing every week when we talk to guests all over the world about how they create their original ideas, how they organize those ideas, and how they gain the confidence and the connections to launch their work out into the world. So until next time, I'm Mark Stenson, and we're unlocking your world of creativity. Take care. Unlocking your world of creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. 
This program was produced by BSB Media, creators of IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Unlocking the World of Creativity, and ThePeaceRoom.Love. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get the book, A World of Creativity, for a special price of $5.98 for paperback. And the Kindle version is only $0.99. Cents. Go to mark-stinson.com to take advantage of this special offer. Our podcast is supported by Adobe and the Adobe Creative Cloud, the world's best creative app and services, so you can make almost anything you can imagine wherever you're inspired. We use Adobe to help make this podcast, using Audition, Premiere Rush, InDesign, and more. So join the creative community with the Adobe Creative Cloud, and let's make something better, unlocking your world of creativity.